hello, and welcome to Things That Make You Go Woo. I'm your host, Emily Barnard, also known as Emily and Her Stars. I'm a medium, an astrologist, an Akashic Records reader, an artist, and an all-around just silly and curious gal. In this podcast, I'll be sharing the things and people I find fascinating, funny, and inspirational. Things that I hope will certainly make you go woo, too. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode. I am so excited today to welcome my guest, Laura Enders of Aura Minerals. And Laura, I have been a fangirl of yours for quite a while now, (laughs) in secret. (laughs) And then recently, we started working together on a big project that we're going to be releasing with a couple other girls here in just a few days, honestly. So that has been super exciting for me to get to know you better. And I've just enjoyed every minute of it. So thank you for coming today. Thank you so much, Emily, for having me. And uh, wow, thank you for that introduction. That was so sweet. <laughs> um, I'm very excited to have this conversation today. Well, so for those of my listeners that don't know you yet, because they will all know you now, <laughs> tell me a little bit about what is your woo-woo superpower? Because you have multiple. I want to say powers. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. I mean, I definitely love to dabble in multiple hobbies at the same time. And I think that that's definitely part of my superpower for sure is, is just the blending of different um, seemingly, you know, not related topics and synthesizing them. And um, so like specifically for me and what I do with Aura Minerals, it's this kind of blending of crystals and and minerals and also human design and kind of just seeing how they come together and you know they're both two um different topics that can help support you know humans and you know how they come together basically human design is such a big deal right now i feel like everybody's chatting about it it's like the newest hottest amazing thing for those people who don't know, give me a little bit of history of how you got into human design and what it even means, just on a basic level. I mean, we could be here for hours delving mm-hmm. into it. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it, it really is just, it's actually a blend of systems, um, modern sciences and ancient sciences that came together. And basically the idea is to you know help people understand how their energy works and how they can really just re- remove a lot of resistance in their life by understanding that. Um, And that's really what it is in a nutshell. Um, But as far as, you know, how I came to the system, it's, it's really a super interesting story because, you know, the, my Instagram handle and the page Aura Minerals was something that um, I just was inspired by. Like, it was just one of those like downloads, like, oh, this is, my, you know, my name, this is what I want my business to be. And this was like in 2019, before I had even heard of human design, I just, you know, crystals were kind of my gateway to get into dip my toe into the spiritual realm, as it is for many people. And so um, it just was like, it was just like this sudden inspiration. And that's, you know, what I decided my 
you know, handle would be and my business name. And so basically maybe like a few months later, I was first introduced to human design. And as it was very clear to me, maybe like six months later, that that was really what I was drawn to. I realized because human design is really the study of human auras, especially like if you are just new to human design, the first thing you're going to learn is what your aura type is. And so I, it like hit me one day, like, oh my gosh, aura minerals, this is what I do. I blend the two together. I aura type and crystals together. And it was well before I knew any of that. And it's just one of those things that I love um, just to think about as like, as far as being guided by the universe, because right. it was totally, it was totally not planned and um, it just worked out beautifully. I love that. A spirit was like, and I'm going to drop this in your lap. You don't know what to do with it just yet. Hang on to it for a minute. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, so cool. So your love of minerals, how far back does that go? Because for me, I grew up in my parents' jewelry store. And so I was kind of force fed in some ways, <laughs> gems and minerals, and it became some of our family vacations and whatnot. So I understood them and had an appreciation for them, but in a different way, it wasn't always spiritual. And so where did it start for you? Uh, definitely the same as far as something that I have loved since childhood. I mean, I had, you know, a rock collection, like a lot of kids do like a little mineral collection. And it was one of those things that as I got older, it's like, man, I really miss having my rock collection. And, but, you know, I definitely, um, a lot of my life was kind of like living other people's lives. And like, so I had a lot of hobbies that had nothing to do with like my true authenticity. It was kind of just like following, you know, uh, other people's dreams. And right. so um, when I did kind of have the quote unquote spiritual awakening a few years ago, it, um, it I basically found myself without all of the busyness and like, I didn't have those hobbies anymore that I used to do. And so it was kind of like, well, what am I going to do with myself? So I had basically an opportunity for the first time in my life to like really contemplate like what it was I was interested in mm -hmm. and crystals and minerals were definitely like something that was always in me that I just didn't really ever explore before. But I do remember as a kid, um, because I live in uh, central New York, kind of near Herkimer County, and uh, that's where Herkimer diamonds come from. And I remember as a little kid going to the Herkimer diamond mines and digging in the dirt and finding these super sparkly little quartz crystals. And that's another memory from as a kid that stuck with me for sure. Um, yeah. Oh, that, I love that. And the <laughs> coolest part about being a crystal collector now as an adult is we can afford the really cool sparkly ones, right? Oh, yeah. Those early collections were fun and all sorts of cute tumbled rocks, but now we can buy the big stuff. That's interesting that you were rooted in the Herkimer because it was so close to where you grew up. And I think in Colorado, for me, it was mining. All of our school history taught the history of gold mining and silver mining and copper and the resources that we had here more so sometimes than the minerals and so when you did a post on instagram not too long ago i was totally excited about it because you were talking about being attracted to where you live based on 
minerals in your chart and how they correspond to gates within your human design. And then I went down a rabbit hole of what minerals were in the ground where I'm living. And it was like a whole weekend lost, but it was, I'm fascinated by it. Yes, it's, it is such a fascinating topic. And that, that is definitely um, part of the work that I do, just what I'm interested in, in learning about and sharing is um, just this concept that we all know in this community, which is as above, so below. And that's really kind of what that that's theory beautiful. is based on. Um, it's, it's based on this idea that, um, you know, the surround, like what we're surrounded by is meant to be a reflection and um, help us you know, navigate the world and, and there's meaning in everything. If you, if you want to look into something deeply and understand, you know, a bigger picture or something about yourself, you just need to contemplate, you know, certain things. And, and like quartz, for instance, is, is one of the most abundant minerals on, I think it's like the second most abundant, you know, mineral in the earth's crust. Mm -hmm. The next most abundant is feldspar, which is another basic subgroup of minerals that so many people are familiar with, like moonstone and sunstone and amazonite and labradorite. They're oh, all feldspar. Interesting. So there's all of these like really popular crystals that people love so much and they happen to just be around, like we're surrounded, we're immersed in them. Um, and so that's kind of because human design is such a detailed like you can look into any detail. And so that's why I like to kind of look at what crystals are around us. Like what is our geological, you know, what's the makeup of where we live geologically and what minerals are there? And do they have, you know, were we drawn to that place? Is there any connection in our chart? And there, and there almost always is that I've looked into, um, which is super fascinating. I think it's interesting because in astrology we have astrocartography which has to do with lining up the planets on the map and figuring out like where you should live based on your jupiter or your mars and that sort of thing and i wonder if that's where part of that human design pull comes from then back into the mineral aspect but being attracted to your area because of the compounds that are vibrating within the earth that feel good to you I, I can't tell you what a deep level I resonate with on that because I have lived for 20 years in a place that I did not resonate with. <laughs> and mm -hmm. so I have moved closer to Pikes Peak and closer to the mountains. And I, after you did your post, did some research on the minerals that are here, the Amazonite and a lot of quartz and those sort of things, even copper, which all are things I'm naturally attracted to. Mm -hmm. So yeah. do you think in a way even that mineral memory is passed down through generations in some way, like that it, that vibration continues, continues outward. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, the thing that I have noticed is that our, you know, our bodies are very receptive to vibrations and energies. And I think that it's one of the unique things about looking at your human design is that there are, um, 
the chart is derived the same way that the astrological birth charts are derived, the same calculations, except instead of a single single calculation based on your exact birth time, there are two calculations. And one actually correlates to your physical body. So what I have noticed is that a lot of those minerals that you may be drawn to or the minerals that are in your location are connected to the gates that are in your unconscious physical body's imprint. So it's really the, the actual physical body that is interacting with the minerals. And it's not so much our minds, although they absolutely have an effect on the mind. And that was one of the things that um, I had mentioned in that Instagram post about this idea. And so it was a, a course that I had taken when I first started getting into crystals and um, it was a, a course on dailyohm.com and the teacher in the course called it psychogeology is the actual term that she used to describe basically this effect of geology on the mind. And it basically suggests that, you know, these different crystal forms and the location where you spend the most time will impact how you feel and perceive life. And, you know, that's definitely, it. you know, that idea of like how your body can entrain to the vibrations. Like that's that idea of metaphysically when it comes to crystals entrainment and, you know, your body syncing up with that vibration of the crystal basically. Um, <laughs> there's so much there. I know <laughs> so much. It's so good. When, so your aura minerals site and a lot of the work you do is actually finding minerals that correspond to the gates in human design. And so have you, how have you developed that? Because I'm sure it came through not only divine downloads and all of these courses and things too, but you, at some point you just have to feel into it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I, it's definitely one of those things that you know, I just had to follow what was lighting me up. And that's, that's another thing that I've learned from human design that they, you know, you're just, you're taught in that system to just surrender to, you know, what feels best for you. And you know, intuitively what you're drawn to and to not allow your mind to basically sabotage you because it doesn't make any sense. So of course, you know, that would be one of those things where it's like, how, why would you connect those two or try to connect those two? But it just feels so natural to me mm -hmm. to, um, to look at crystals and to also look at gates and just see how um, basically just following the synchronicities of like, you know, it's like almost like just following a map, but it's a map that only I resonate with because it just makes sense in my brain to to try to put those two things together um yeah it's like the most beautiful puzzle and some mm -hmm. of your posts when you talk about what resonates for a day or for a month or for a season not only do they always have these beautiful color palettes that go with them but everything about it is it's not only aesthetically pleasing it's it's energetically pleasing. Everything about it feels absolutely perfect. And mm. really like you are tapping into this knowledge in some way that has been forgotten or been neglected at the very least. Mm -hmm. How have yeah. Herkimer diamonds come up for you in your life? Because here you are living so close to them. Mm -hmm. What's that? Uh, 
That's, I mean, that's definitely a super fun, that's been a super fun part of my journey. I think that really right about the same time that I started, you know, all, everything has happened basically within the same time frame of a couple of years, which maybe started in early 2019. And so that was the first summer that I went back to the Herkimer Diamond Mines. In Herkimer County, there are several mines. There's not just one, but that whole area basically. And it was the first time I had been back since I was probably a toddler or, you know, very small child um, to dig. And I've been back every summer since. So it's just, it's, yeah, it's just following what has lit me up. And through following that path, I've connected with some really great people who are into those same things, other local miners. Um, and it's been, yeah, an amazing, amazing experience because just really um, interacting with crystals in that way. I mean, it's one thing to to buy a crystal in the store, but it's another thing entirely to discover it, you know, especially right. knowing how old those crystals are and how, and how wild it is to the, even contemplate that it was formed in the ground and looks so beautiful. And so, yeah, it's a very powerful experience to, you know, put your hands in the dirt and discover a crystal and um, be that first person to touch that crystal in millions of years and just everything that goes with it. And they are like, um, you know, I think there's definitely like this, um, skepticism around like crystal energy but when you go to a mine and dig crystals that's really where the energy is super potent and that's where I notice it the most and like there's you know this idea like especially when you think about the gold mining like right. the gold rush like people get crazy around you know when they're mining and trying to find the crystals. And I really think that that's part of that energy that, that almost fever, is right. like, yes, the feverish, you know, yeah. energy. That's, that's definitely something that most people can notice. And that's, yeah, it's a, it's a real thing. <laughs> Even just watching some of your videos, you're right to be the first person to pull out this. I mean, they're not always sparkly, but this amazing glittering thing that, bears no resemblance to anything that is coming out of next to it <laughs> you know it's mud mm -hmm. and dirt and essentially a hole about as long as your arm from what i can tell and yep. they yeah i can see where that would be a high to say the least absolutely yeah and, it is and just waiting to uncover it each time mm -hmm. yep the the anticipation and the it is a you wouldn't think it would be an adrenaline rush, but it is amazingly um, just very, very exciting in the moment. So, yeah. What are Herkimer's known for? What's their resonance? What's their special magic power? Um, I mean, metaphysically, they they are a clear quartz crystal, mm -hmm. essentially. Um, the thing that makes them unique in in a metaphysical sense is the fact that they um, are double terminated. So most quartz has just a single point. Mm -hmm. Um, whereas Herkimer diamonds are the only quartz that are double terminated. Like there, it's a very specific form 
of quartz is the way it's shaped. Mm -hmm. And then um, they're also usually a core, like within the crystal, there's what's, um, it's basically like, it's called um, like black carbon or like it's basically this, it looks like black specks inside the crystal, but it's really this like fossilized organic plant matter that's like just been so condensed down that it's black and um, it's like this black carbon matter. But that's another aspect of the quartz, uh, the Herkimer diamonds in particular, that makes it especially um, different from other quartzes. And um, yeah, it's there. There's very, I mean, you can actually find Herkimer diamonds in different locations across the globe, mm-hmm. huh? but originally they were found in, in Herkimer County in New York, and, and they're not that common, um, which makes them super special. That's interesting. I have seen videos of them with those specks inside, and mm-hmm. even the little pockets of water where there's yep. liquid inside that's been trapped. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I'm a, such a history nerd that I could spend hours talking about the history of yeah. ugh, how they've been used through the centuries. And they are amazing, amazing crystals. They truly mm-hmm. are. It, they And the other thing that kind of sets them apart is that they're exceptionally sparkly and, and clear. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of, like if you look at quartz from Brazil or quartz from Arkansas that are like very, very famous quartz crystals come from there and they're beautiful. They look nothing like Herkimer diamonds. Herkimer diamonds, for some reason, are especially water clear and really sparkly. And that's why they're called diamond, you know, quote unquote diamonds because of their, um, the, the, the clarity is very unmatched. That's interesting. I wondered because they are, um, comparatively speaking i mean even if you look at a polished quartz from brazil or arkansas there's still a i hesitate to say a cloudiness but there's a much different appearance to it yeah it's like Mm -hmm. the difference between ice you make in your freezer versus like you go to the bar and you get the really good ice cube (laughs) it's perfectly clear how do they do that how do they do that um if someone wanted to research the crystals where they live compared to how it affects them and their chart. Where should somebody start? Yeah, I mean, I think that you can definitely even just Googling like local mines, mm. um, because that would be like a loca- a physical location that you could actually visit and it's established. And that's something that you could probably quickly Google mm-hmm. as opposed to trying to find out what the geology, you know, breakdown is of your area that might be harder to um, pinpoint or or locate that information. And I wouldn't know where to start. But um, just off the top of my head, I think if you did Google just like local mines for wherever you live, you might be able to find um, quick information that way. Um, You know, as far as like how it would resonate with you personally, that's like a either a very intuitive thing or a personal thing for you that you would maybe be have to do some contemplation or meditation about. Um, but for me specifically being like a super, just I'm a Gemini, like I love data. I'm very, very air sign, like logically, intellectually um, oriented. And so I love 
looking at the birth chart and dissecting the birth chart, because that's like, that's a concrete, you know, thing in a system that you can work from. And that's exactly how I work, um, is, is looking at the details of a birth chart and then just looking at a crystal and understanding how it could possibly, um, how they could possibly cross over each other. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. and I do work from a very specific list that's called the, um, the gene keys crystal alphabet, which basically is an established list of all of the gates in the human design system, which the gates are essentially, um, all of the components of our human DNA. Um, it's, it comes from the this really ancient book called the I Ching, the I Ching hexagrams, there's 64. And there's also 64 codons in the human genetic code. And they actually mathematically completely are the same. So wow. wild to think about, but yeah. that's exactly where that all comes from. And so there's this list of um, crystals that match each gate. Mm-hmm. And so that's really where, that's been my starting point to like mm-hmm. look at, wow, okay, you know, this, um, like for instance, gate two, like that's, and it goes in out, you know, it goes in numerical order. So like gates one and two are really like the most foundational. It's like yin and yang, essentially. It's like a, oh. such a primary energy. Right. So the crystal that correlates with gate two is quartz, which is another, it's the literally the most abundant mineral that makes up the earth's crust. It's right. so prevalent, you know, and Um, so you can look at immediately see why that would be, why they would be connected because they're just such a a primary foundational energy and, Mm -hmm. and, um, that's literally a physical crystal that is everywhere. Right. So, um, but yeah, checking out that list, because it's like, you can also just Google that, uh, Gene Keys crystal alphabet and, um, just see what resonates like okay you can pull your chart look at the gates that you have look at the list see what crystals you know like what are your favorite crystals is it is there one of them on that list that you're drawn to naturally right and that's all you have to do i that's amazing i didn't know there was such a thing and for me i was looking in where is it my encyclopedia of crystals and sometimes even just googling it right looking up a a crystal and going down the Google rabbit hole to see what other properties it has. But that correlation between the gene keys and the crystal alphabet, I, yeah, that's going to be fun to research. <laughs> Thank yep. you for sharing that. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Yeah, that's, that really has been the the foundation of my exploration. And really, um, it is something that I use every day. It's like mm-hmm. everything that um, has just kind of been a, a great jumping off point for me to you know, make my own, you know, have my own insights about the crystals and the gates and human design, um, how those systems just interact together. But it's, it's, that's why systems, no matter what system you use for self-exploration, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter, Mm -hmm. but a system is so helpful to have. You have a foundation of information that's, you know, it's going to be consistent. And so to use a particular system, um, it makes sense in that way. It doesn't make it right. And you can use any system, but it definitely helps to have some continuity with whatever, you know, you're working with. And that's why it's just naturally happened that these things resonate for me. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. I could talk to you all day, but you know that <laughs> Yeah. Uh, if you had to pick a 
object of yours, a favorite woo object, what would it be? I'm hoping it's a crystal, but I, it does not have to be. Yeah. Uh, that's super easy because like I said, um, this past summer, pulling the Herkimer diamonds from the pockets, that whole yeah. mining experience that I had, which was the first time I'd ever done it with, you know, finding an actual crystal cave. I mean, it's one thing to find them tiny little ones in the dirt, but to pull crystals this that you need to hold with two hands because they're so big. Um, that was a very powerful life-changing experience. It was just so exhilarating and so moving and just, um, I still get excited when I think about it and talk about it. And so um, one of the crystals that I pulled from the crystal pocket uh, last spring, I still, I have one of those and that's oh. definitely like, it's very meaningful to me yeah. to be, you know, because I was just um, they're helping a professional miner who I was a customer of. So, you know, even though I was pulling all these crystals out, they weren't my property, you know, it's just like, it was enough to just have that experience. I didn't need to keep any of them. And, and, but he did let me purchase one, which, you know, it's, I'm just one of my favorite, definitely one of my, uh, my most prized woo object. Absolutely. Oh, that gave me chills. And you're right. The It's like witnessing something being born into the sunlight again. And there is a primalness to that, that mm -hmm. resonates on such a deep level. And I think we can take minerals for granted, right? They're in our cell phones, they're in our watches, they're in all of these things that we, we work with every day but they're still putting off their own vibration and they're still affecting us. And the more we're aware of what we bring into our own energy fields, the more we can understand how they affect us, good or bad. Yeah, it's, I remember when I was pulling that crystal out of the, I mean, I literally said, I feel like I'm birthing this because it was, like, I, I mean, the crystal cave itself is like a birth canal and just, you know, you, you realize you have the adrenaline, but then when it happens and you're kind of like in a, a daze afterwards, you're realizing how old these things are. And just, I mean, you, yes, your mind just starts to really understand the impact and like, you know, really big ex existential, you know, questions and things like, wow, we have quartz crystals in our watches. And that's like literally helped us evolve. Like it's right. evolution is a tandem thing. It's a, it's literally a symbiotic relationship between earth and humans. And like more and more, we are thinking about that and really resonating with that and connecting with it because yeah, it's been, I mean, there are crystal like mineral jewelry from cave, you know, mm -hmm. the most ancient civilizations utilize these. These are some of the oldest artifacts that exist. Right. You know, I ever. did a whole episode about the earliest crystal collection being calcite crystals from Southern Africa that they, you know, were finding them in a cave wasn't maybe necessarily um, such a big deal, but when they realized that there were a specific number of pieces in a specific shape and they came from nowhere near where this cave was, okay, then 
really, what are we starting to look at? What was the purpose of saving this calcite? And so many early sculptures and um, just uh, religious artifacts actually are made out of calcite. Mm -hmm. So there's, yeah, I, I think our human fascination with all things sparkly and these beautiful yep. things that come from the ground, it's entrenched in us. It really is. So finding it connected to our DNA, it excites me. It doesn't surprise me, but it excites me. <laughs> I agree. I'm right there with you. It excites <laughs> me too. And it's just, yeah, I think it's definitely a universal um, appreciation. Like every human can say that crystals are cool and like the, you know, minerals and the fact that they came from the earth and, and you know, it's like seeing a beautiful waterfall or an animal that's so majestic, like that's an appreciation of nature, but you can't put it in your pocket. And that's what makes crystals super cool. Yeah, it is like this little amazing piece you can take with you. Yes, mm -hmm. sometimes put in my bra and forget they're there. <laughs> <laughs> I love okay, so I always ask this question. So someday you've passed from this realm and those of us that are here that miss you want to call on your energy, call you back in for assistance. What can they do or place on an altar to entice you or your energy back for a little visit? Mm. A Herkimer diamond. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any crystal will do, crystal. but that one I oh. will definitely come back for. Mm -hmm. And that's interesting now that you say that because I think in a lot of ancient cultures, right, there was this idea of this one object, if it was a crystal skull, or if it was, you know, a, um, a mineral point, something that they would set out that represented an elder or represented um, a loved one. So I think that's beautiful and completely, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How can all my listeners find you and what are your services that you're offering right now? Oh, um, yes. Thank you, Emily, for asking. I, I am just about to um, open up to uh, booking for human design and crystal pairing readings again. Um, and the easiest way to get in touch with me is probably to follow me on Instagram because that's where um, I show up and um, so at Aura Minerals is uh, where you can find me on Instagram and um, feel free to send me a message. I do have a website, but that were, that would be the place where I would announce um, any offerings that I have coming up, which I hope to um, be announcing something soon, but um, yeah. That's where you can find me. Thank you. I love it. And then we also have a workshop coming up. It will be the 5th of March. Uh, Laura and Emma and Mariana and I are all doing a three-hour workshop about sort of aligning with your inner elements and tying in astrology and movement and healing and crystals and all of these things together. So hopefully, uh, yeah, you can definitely follow both of us for more information and I'll post some information in the show notes as well. And it'd be a great opportunity to connect with Laura there too. So thank you yes. so much, Laura. I've just, I love this conversation and I'll definitely have you back on. We'll talk more rocks soon. Awesome. Thank you so much, Emily. Thanks. I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Things That Make You Go Woo. You can help me out by leaving a positive rating and a review wherever you downloaded this episode. 
be sure and follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Emily and Her Stars. You can also reach out via email anytime, emilyandherstars at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you next time on Things That Make You Go Woo.